welcome back to Weird in a Bad Way. Did you make this beat? Yeah. Nice. I, I was like with it. you when I made it. Well, you were like in the room, but I guess maybe you, yeah. You're singing on it. Did Wait, you know it was that? playing when I sang it? Yes. <laughs> what, you thought you just sang that? Yeah, no, it started it, with it, you, and he it, built the beat around it. <laughs> no, I, I, I sang it first and made the beat, and then you just sang along with me. That's crazy. But in your mind, you it was all you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, I like that. All right, so uh, this week... Not really what I thought, I just... I know, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, This week... Also, uh, hold on. Just because I sang on it doesn't mean that you made the beat. I know, I know. Okay. Because that was my... My question was, did you make it? Yeah, I did. Okay. Do you like it? Yeah, I said that. Nice. Um, All right, this week is our first month... Or first week of the book club that we're doing monthly. Well, that was kind of hard to get across. Finally, we've been talking about this book club forever. For like the past five weeks. Um, yeah, so... Wait, but you did not need to be so specific. <laughs> so the book was... it. What is it called? Not a Happy Family. Yeah. Uh, we Rose is going to read us a summary of the book. It's pretty long. But it's there for people who haven't read the book for a while or never read the book but still want to listen in on our thoughts about the book if you don't think you're ever going to read this book. If you do do think you're going to read the book and don't want spoilers, don't listen to this. I will put a timestamp in the description of this podcast that you can click on and skip past all the book club discussion because we'll have some stuff after the book club. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right. Take us away, Rose, with the summary. Okay. The summary begins with a description of the crime. The police are investigating the murder of Fred and Sheila Merton, a wealthy couple in their 60s with three grown children. Fred and Sheila spent Easter Sunday having dinner with their three children, Sometime between that dinner and the following Tuesday morning, Fred was stabbed to death and Sheila was strangled. The police found a recent prescription for Xanax under Sheila's name. Valuable jewelry is missing from the house. The police think Sheila opened the door for the killer. The police also learned that Fred had terminal cancer and only a few months to live. By the way, we did not write this summary. This is from JenRylandReviews.com. So, shout out to that person. Yeah. And if the summary is not great, shout out to that person as well. Here are the suspects. Catherine, the Merton's oldest child. She has a husband, Ted. Driven and perfectionistic, Catherine was upset that Easter dinner... Catherine was upset at Easter dinner. There was a typo in the summary. Thanks a lot, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Catherine was upset at Easter dinner when her parents announced they were selling the family home, which she wanted. After dinner, she drove back to talk to her parents and found her mother's body. 
says her mother's body is plural, but didn't she also find her father's body? Uh, yeah, yes. I think it's supposed to be parents' bodies. Okay. N- another typo, Jen. Come on. Oof, da Jen. <laughs> she didn't call the police because she thought her brother Dan killed her parents. Cameras at the neighbors suggest she left her house around 11 p.m. and returned at 12.40 a.m. She also stole a favorite pair of earrings off her mother's body. Next person, Dan, the middle Merton child. He was hoping to take over his father's company, but his father had no faith in his son's abilities and sold it. Now Dan is out of work and in financial trouble. Dan has a wife, Lisa. They drove home after Easter dinner together, but then Dan went out for a drive to clear his head. Witnesses say Dan was gone from... Here it I think says, it's supposed to be 10 p.m. <laughs> T, zero, colon, zero, zero. I think it's 10 p.m. To 1 a.m. Police find a package of disposable coveralls and booties in his garage. Uh-oh. The uh-oh is courtesy <laughs> of the summary. <laughs> courtesy of Jen. Well, this whole thing is courtesy of Jen. Yes. I know, but I just wanted to clarify, I wasn't just adding in an oh. uh-oh. It's yeah, in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jenna, the youngest Merton child. She's the wild child and works as a sculptor. Jenna's parents support her financially, but don't approve of her bohemian lifestyle. She has a boyfriend, Jake. Jenna was the last one to leave the dinner about an hour later than her sibling. During that time, her father told her he was changing his will. She has no alibi for the night of the murder. Her aunt, Audrey, suspects Jenna was the murderer as she remembers her being violent and angry. What? She remembers her as being violent when angry as a child. Huh. One of her hairs was found in Irina's car, which was seen outside her parents' house on the night of the murder, but Jenna insists it could have transferred to Irina when she hugged her after dinner. Rose Cutter. She is a lawyer and Fred Merton's illegitimate daughter. She was also Catherine's close friend back in school. The Merton kids and Rose all claim they didn't know they are half-siblings, but Rose's friend did the Merton's legal work and wrote... But Rose's friend did the Merton's legal work and told Rose she was a beneficiary of Fred's will. Rose is also the reason for Dan's financial troubles as she persuaded him to invest some money which she lost. Ellen Cutter, Rose's mother and Audrey's close friend. She knew from Audrey that her daughter Rose would inherit considerably less money if Fred changed his will. Did they say who Audrey is? She's next. Well, they should Audrey. have said her. They should have done her before. I know, she's been referenced a couple of times and not introduced, but here she is now. Audrey, Fred's sister. She was told by Fred that he was changing his will and leaving her half his fortune, except he didn't get around to it. Alibi, she would have been at dinner, but was conveniently home with the flu. Convenient. She's hiding some family secrets, including the fact that Fred (laughs) killed his own father and staged it to look like suicide. As she's snooping around about the murders, someone breaks into her house and tries to poison her. Irina, the housekeeper. After all the Easter dinner arguments, she left the house. She found the bodies and the carving knife that killed Fred. She washed the knife and put it back in the wooden block. Irina's car was seen at the house around the time of the murder, but she insists that everyone knew where she kept her keys. She also has an alibi. Now here comes the big reveal. Who was the murderer? It was Jenna. After the dinner, she drove to Dan, snuck into his garage, and took one of his disposable coveralls. 
Then she drove to Irina's house, borrowed Irina's car, then drove back to her parents' house. Another typo there. She put on the coveralls and some extra socks. When her mother answered the door, she strangled her with an electric cord. Her father heard the noise and came downstairs where she slit his throat and stabbed him. Then she stole her mother's jewelry. She hid all the evidence, the jewelry, the bloody coveralls and socks, and her parents' wallets in a canvas bag, which she buried in a place where a new concrete floor was about to be poured. She also poisoned Audrey's iced tea. Here's the epilogue. Audrey has long suspected Jenna, but is extremely frustrated that she can't prove it. One day when she was following Jenna, she saw her stop along a country road at a house. She asks the woman inside about the new concrete poured in back of her house. She tells the police who say they don't have enough evidence to dig up the concrete. After Audrey receives her inheritance, she buys the house where Jenna buried the evidence. That's it. That's where it ended. What is an epilogue? Um, like a ending part. Yeah, ending chapter. Normally, like. Why wouldn't that just it, be the ending? In it the usually future. skips ahead in time. Yeah, like everything's oh. going along chronologically, and then it's like epilogue two years later. Oh. Yeah. Got it. All right. I don't know so... if that's a requirement of an epilogue or if it just usually is that way, but. Okay. So let's, what's up, dude? Yeah. Do you guys have any initial thoughts about the book that you want to share before we get into the questions I prepared? Not a thriller. It says it was a thriller. It was not a thriller. It's not a thriller. I'm honestly, we'll get into this, but I'm kind of surprised about all the positive feedback this book got. It was okay. Whoa. I also like, think I thought... it was okay. Sorry, go ahead. The book was fine. Like I th- found it entertaining, but I feel like when I was reading reviews and stuff, because I was the one who found this book and I gave it to Jane for her birthday. Um, oh, yeah. Hashtag not to March. Like, hate on my gift. But... So, like, I was reading all these reviews about it and people loving it. And it was a decent read, but it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, this I blew me gone away. My, I could have gone my whole... I could have read half of it and been gone my whole life not reading the other half, and I would not have cared. Do you know what I mean? Appa- apparently, it was nominated mm-hmm. as one of the best thrillers for the Goodread- Goodreads Choice Award. And it's it is not, not a thriller. thriller. It's no. literally... Do they understand what a thriller marketed is? Marketed as a thriller, but it's just a mystery. It's literally um, a mystery that's not even that mysterious because it's so obvious. We know it's got to be one of these four people or whatever. Also, and, this like, is no, comment, and it doesn't even matter because they all have the same motive. This is a comment I stole from mom and dad, but I think it's very accurate. None of these characters are likable at all. So you don't yeah. even really care who did it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not rooting You're not for rooting. anyone. Jinx. You're just like, uh yeah, it's like, okay, I know one of them did it. I know this, they all have the exact same reason to do it. Yeah, and even like so Audrey who cares? is like not likable. So No, she's creepy. She's literally, yeah. I don't even care that she didn't do it. I think she should still be in jail. Yeah. Because she's creepy. Um, And like old and lonely. Like get over yourself. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, <laughs> We don't Pause. advocate for putting old and lonely people in jail, just to clarify. It's not the stance of this podcast. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to double down. That was crazy. Um, 
All right, I don't even know if she was old or lonely. Uh, Seems yeah, like she is. Because her only friend was like <laughs> lying to her the whole time. Oh, yeah. Her only friend had a kid with her brother and didn't tell her. Yeah, so that's kind of a big betrayal. I, yeah. for the whole time, thought it was going to be the friend. Yeah, I was... I mean, they were majorly foreshadowing that she had something to do with it. That Rose had something to do with it. But I was thinking it was the mom of Rose. Because I was like, that would be mm. a little bit better. Because it would be a little less expected. And it could maybe have a different reasoning behind it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've always been jealous of Fred and his wife. And, ah. But no. Anyway, what are the questions? And, and they, they were doing a lot of foreshadowing that Rose could have been the one who had done it. To try and get her money. Because she would have known about Audrey's whole situation of taking half the inheritance. If Fred changed his will. But then it turns out that they were just foreshadowing to she messed up with Dan's money. Wasn't foreshadowing also, about the murder. Dan Which is just was like a weird subplot that like yeah. didn't really need to be there. No. Well, it kind of did. Kind of. Because that was the reason behind him being the prime suspect for like half the book. Because he was like he was had so no poor. money. He was yeah. so broke. He needed his, the and inheritance. His, and he felt like such a loser. Um, all right. Honestly, they're all so bad. Like, I don't like any of them. <laughs> yeah, Catherine being able to see her family, her parents just brutally murdered and then just go home like it's all good and dandy. Creepy. Yeah, the fact that she found them Jail and her. was just like... Jail her. Nah. I'll wait till the cleaning problem. lady finds She's them. She's like, let me take these earrings... And have a good night. Okay. And I, I mean, at least the cleaning lady called the police, but, like, she also cleaned the murder weapon. Like, they were all uh, just kind of, like, weird She was about a little it. bit more, though. She was a little bit more, like, forgivable. Like, she actually cared for these kids and knew they weren't treated right. Like, I yeah, feel like she, she was, was a little more bit more forgivable. forgivable. She wasn't forgived, just a little bit more forgivable. Yeah. So, did you guys like the ending, or did you think it was, like, I thought it was kind of abrupt, like just all of a sudden they just like wrapped it up. And yeah, it was kind of being like the whole book was just being dragged out. It kind of felt like. Are these your questions now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Of okay. flipping between like trying to get you to think whether this person did it or that person did it. But then all of a sudden they're just like, yeah, it was Jenna. It just yeah. felt like what? What? Okay. <laughs> I felt that way as well. I don't know. I, if you guys, I don't know. Did do you find that annoying, or were you find were you just happy it was over? <laughs> <laughs> like you were just happy you finally knew who, it, or you just didn't care. I didn't even care. I just the only <laughs> the only motivation I had to finish it was because you told me you had already finished it. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was like, well, maybe that means there's, like, maybe I should just get to the end. No, it would have been fine if I never knew. And how do we feel about the epilogue kind of leaving things up to interpretation? Like, it just ends with Audrey I mean, it's so clear. buying the house. Like, she's obviously going to... evidence. She's obviously going to, like, ruin Jenna's life, which is fine. I think Audrey needs to, like, calm herself down. Like, why does she care that much? Yeah. Why are you following well, her, her for so long? did get killed. Right, but her brother also was a murderer. I didn't really mind the epilogue just... ending. I thought that was kind of interesting. 
and like how they just left it with Audrey buying the house because then it kind of leaves you to assume what happened but we don't really know yeah I'd I like that too well because it, we I don't no one really like it's not because I, I don't like things like that like the writer didn't write it it nothing happened truly yeah but I like that we can just imagine what we want you know I guess. But anyways, it like gives you a little more food for thought, you know? Um, I, if anyone read that and thought she wasn't going to give her up to the police, like maybe you didn't read the book correctly. Who knows? Oh, All these read... people are crazy. Next yeah. thing you know, she's going to reveal that actually she there was... murdered somebody else in the family and... Now is Jen there another is book? Murdering her. I, no, don't I don't know, but like they have so. they all have these crazy backstories. Yeah, and like well, we don't even know the evidence was actually there. That was never said either. So it it's yes, not it like for sure was it? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it did. I don't know. Anyway, I thought it was just like uh heavily uh implied. No, it, I'm pretty sure yeah. it said it. Well, how did they know? No, I think... Like, That's what I didn't like about the ending. How did anybody know this? It's not like there's a detective who was, like, solving it all, and now it's revealed to us. Suddenly, the author just decided to reveal it all to us. Audrey yeah. like, kind of figured it out, but a bunch of the details Audrey didn't know, and we were just told. Ugh, I'm getting creeped out. Yeah. Because <laughs> even, like, those... the the family members were like I just got the thinking chills. it was Jenna but Jenna was the only one that knew for sure mm-hmm. and then just right, was like driving it did home tell and us. The... yeah it did the author did right when yeah, yeah I don't always like that was, like... direct from the author like well nobody yeah. else here can figure it out so I'll just well, reveal it to you go back to like like I'm gonna open this book up really quick in my I actually have I'm just going to get the book. I have it. Okay. Ask the next question. Well, the one there's one last thing I wanted to say on this ending talk was I saw in some places when I was trying to find questions for this that like people saying, well, it should have ended like this. It should have ended like this instead of having Jenna be the killer. The most interesting I thought was that Fred killed Sheila, which makes a little bit of sense because she was killed in a way similar to the way he killed his father, like with mm-hmm. strangling. Um, and then one of the kids came back and saw it happen and then killed him out of spite or out of revenge. Because like, they that... did kind of like their mom, didn't they? Yeah. Where like that would have been more... I thought that was like a way better ending. What Maybe would be not. A way ending? But what? What would be a way better ending? Fred killed Sheila, which would make kind of sense because she was killed in the same way Fred killed his dad, like a strangling. And but then, then who just killed Fred? One of the kids was like came back and saw this happening. And no, the reason. I just feel like- for Fred killing Sheila. Sheila was like finally going to stand up to him about all this stuff. 
you know. Yeah, and I feel like if the kids did, they would call the police. Also, I don't know. They the hated their dad. Dan, like being a stalker. Yeah, that was weird. I think that was creepy. Yeah, because like he always had like... those tendencies. That made me mad. Like it was also every weird. One of these characters, I'm like, boo. Yeah, it was weird that like <sighs> the owner of the house that he would like always go and look at because he thought he had like an investment in it like knew it was him and like had talked to the police maybe but like just nothing was done about it and he still did it all the time and the owner was just like kind of annoyed but not really like would just stay up until he left sometimes super late into the night and then go to bed and just kept doing that it didn't really make sense yeah. But. I'm trying to. Hold on. I'm getting to the point to make sure I was right. So I think. We believe so, you, I think. Yeah, I do. But I, it would be interesting to see what it says. On, on the way home, she got rid of the evidence. Somewhere no one would ever find it. She hid the canvas bag on a farm property along the same isolated country road she lives on. She buried it in the ground where a concrete floor was going to be poured for a new <laughs> for a new outbuilding sometime in the next day or two. It was a stroke of good fortune that she already knew this because she acquainted with the woman who owns the property and she had mentioned it to her. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, so it like flat out told us completely. Uh, it, yeah. Also, you're the right. It's just the of telling, not showing. Yeah. Not right, good. Also, why was there a prologue and an epilogue? Get over that's, yourself. That's <laughs> that's commonplace, I think. Um, and also, yeah, there's no like we don't know who the like. It was never like oh, and the narrator was a detective, like you said, or someone that like had figured it all out. It was like it's just the author. Yeah. Yeah. And that is kind of weird. I didn't think about that. Like, who is just telling us this story? It's not from anyone's point of view. Yeah. Doesn't it kind of switch perspectives, though? It, it's kind of like third-person whatever limited. it is. Yeah. Third-person limited, like but it switches go into their the person every chapter. Yeah. But it was still, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Anywho, leading off, let's leading keep it moving. off of that, was there any other plot holes that you guys noticed? The two that I was thinking about was Audrey had this daughter that, like, was referenced a few times about, like, what Audrey would do with the money. And, like, I was always thinking, like, is she going to come up ever? And then just nothing, like, she was never really mentioned, like, given a name. Yeah, also, who even was anything. Her, the hus- or the father of that child? I don't know. Weird. Or am I making this up? She had a daughter, right? I just threw the book. You're gonna be honest, I don't remember. Can you look it up? I'll look it up. (laughs) No, you're not the producer. Oh, producer, look it up. Gosh. Come on, no? I'm The other one, the other one. What's um, the point of having a producer on? Come on, now. I don't think the discussion between Catherine and her mom upstairs before Easter dinner was ever addressed either. Like, that kept being referenced, but then that was never revealed what was said there. Because that uh. always was, like, 
being teased about a motive for Catherine, like maybe mm. her mom. Told I don't her. think that her mom told her anything. Is the thing like they just went upstairs to what did they do upstairs again? There was they a reason they had went this upstairs. Mysterious conversation. She wanted. No, to No, they talk didn't to her. though. No, that's not true. She wanted Guys, to talk to her. Be- yeah. Didn't she go back to talk to her, and that's when she found them, and they were dead. No. Y- yeah. Well, yes, but she didn't talk to her. But I'm saying when she, the mom wanted to talk to her. When they got to dinner, mm-hmm. then other people showed up, and so then they were curious. I think what what it was to, that what she wanted to tell them, but I don't think when they went upstairs that she told her anything still. But what did they do? When I think they she went got upstairs? spooked. I forget. I don't think it ever told us. Update. It just seems like a plot hole that they kept referencing back to, and then never used it. Shh. Update. She's updating the us. The Goodreads community is on the same page as you, Owen. Mm. Somebody on Goodreads asked, wondering about Audrey's daughter? No mention of her name or anything about her or their relationship. Thought maybe there was a clue there, but it never went anywhere. Then someone responded, yes, this bothered me too. It seemed way too obvious for, for any one of the siblings to be the murderer, so I was looking for someone else the whole story. I really thought she could be the one and kept waiting for this to develop at least into a viable red herring, but it was just totally dropped. More people saying, me too, I thought she was the killer, I thought this was going somewhere, I thought she did it, but they never gave her a name. Um, they then nothing in... came of that and I ended up going back in the book to make sure I didn't make up her having a daughter. Why even put it in there at all to be so inconsequential? Yeah, so that was weird. Yeah, anyway, I didn't like it. The book or... Yeah. Okay. Um, We already kind of talked about, I was going to say, thoughts on Catherine seeing her parents dead and then just not calling the police. Bad. (laughs) Yeah, just crazy. That makes you guilty. Weird in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. Um... And then, do we think that the responsibility for the murder extends beyond Jenna? Well, maybe not the murder, but everybody else is also awful. Yeah, and I was going to say, yeah, not necessarily (laughs) the murder, but I feel like the others are definitely involved with her not getting caught, at least right away. Maybe she gets caught later on after the epilogue. Well, she was pretty slick with it. I will say. Yeah. She was. But, like, the fact that... She knew that everyone else looked just as suspicious as she did. And she did stuff to make it even more suspicious on them. Like, taking the coveralls from her brother. Taking the lady's car. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, all of those things. But it seems like... Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, It seems like... Irina and the sister who found the bodies and then didn't do anything would have both been, like, in legal trouble for hindering a police investigation, no? Yeah. I would think, like, that's a... Oh, wait, what? Because, like, Irina cleaned the murder weapon and didn't tell the police about that. And Catherine found the bodies and didn't tell anyone. Yeah, that's where I'm, like, saying they would definitely were at fault for Jenna not necessarily getting caught. Like, if 
if Catherine would have told them right away, told the police about the bodies, Jenna wouldn't have had all that time to hide the evidence and stuff. And then she probably would have been the main suspect because she was the last person to leave. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, but she also had someone lying for her on her alibi. Yeah, that's true. That was also annoying. Everyone was lying about alibis, so it was like even stuff you were being told by the author wasn't even necessarily going to be true. So, like, you couldn't even try and figure out the mystery itself until right. they just told us who it was. Okay, so, I'm ready to keep moving. All right. We're each going to give this rating or give this book a rating out of 10. I'm going to go first. I'm giving it a solid 5.5 out of 10. It was uh, it was a read. It kept me entertained while I was on my bike listening to it, but would not reread and wouldn't really recommend. So maybe a 5.5 is too high. Now that I'm now that I just gave my explanation and we discussed the book. But I still did find it somewhat entertaining while I was biking. I'm going to move it to a 4.5 out of 10, but I'm leaving it there. Thoughts from the audience? Are we the audience now? No, I thought we were going to give ours. Yeah, yeah, you guys are the audience. Jane, what what do you got? I'm giving it a one. A one Whoa. out of ten. <laughs> Jane hated it. Any any you know, um, more explanation? You know how, yeah, I'm get I'm getting there. Okay. You know how I said like something that actually like really gives me the sense of satisfaction is like finishing a book. Yeah. I didn't even get that with this book. I felt unsatisfied finishing this book. That's that's fair. I just feel like, again, it would not have mattered if I had finished it or not. Yeah. And it wasted my time. And it was misleading. It was not a thriller. And it was barely a mystery. Fair enough. It was enough. more just like a story of something that happened, okay? And like, and I didn't even care. Like you said, I didn't even care about the characters. Thought they were all. Cre- I didn't even like the people who died. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't even root for the dead ones. I was like, yeah, they sucked. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, all their kids sucked. Okay, great. Yep, the murderer was someone who we were knew it was gonna be amazing. The only good part about it was that she that we actually got to find out that she, like how she got rid of the stuff, like how she didn't have blood on her. I thought that was the one thing. I was like, well, huh? How did she not leave any trace of? You know what I mean? But even but that, the way that like, it was told. Oh, right. Remember how Dan had those coveralls? Yeah, yeah. she just took one. Problem yeah. solved. Yeah, that's fair. It was pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't very, like, in, like I don't know. It just wasn't anything. It was bleh. It was a Which one. is why I'm surprised with all the positive like, reviews. Like, this is this author's best work and stuff like that. And I'm just like, what? Why are people loving this? Maybe we should read another one of her books and see if it's worse. No, I'm good. I don't want to waste my time. <laughs> All right, what what is your rating, Rose? And then we'll move on. Five out of ten. Okay. Really not fair. good. Wouldn't recommend. But I didn't actively hate it. Yeah, I was entertained. It was just while I was a fifty percent. I'm right there with you. I'm not at Jane's level of the one. Because these are that's the type of book I just wouldn't have finished. 
Yeah, unless it was the book club. Well, even then, it was really close. <laughs> I was really disinterested. Um, all right, so next month, the first episode of October, uh, we will be doing the book All the Dark Places by Terry Pilato. Parlato. I don't know how to pronounce their name. Kind of like but, gelato, but yeah, All the Dark Places by Terry. Shout out Terry and shout out All the Dark Places. Give it a read or a listen. And uh, we will be talking about it then. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a second attempt at actually reading a thriller because this is supposed to be a thriller. We'll see if it is. So if you want a mystery that's also a thriller. Possibly this one. This Possibly might be this it. one. This might be it. The last one was a huge. I'm gonna plot. give a. a rec- I'm gonna give a recommendation for a book that we aren't gonna read for the book club. But I think if you are wanting a rebound book from that crap show, you should read The Housemaid. Um, that book was a thriller. That book I thought was very well written and really did keep you on the edge of your seat, and you didn't actually see the ending coming fully so i feel like there was a lot to it it was way better i read it right after and i was way more satisfied and they think there's more than one of that one so you can it's like a series are you gonna try and read the rest of it the series <sighs> probably not <laughs> it wasn't that I really, good <laughs> i'm just no i'm just i'm like a hesitant i haven't ever i have the only series i've read have, have like read more than the one is the bear town and i still haven't finished the last one <laughs> You're getting there, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, is it right. time for me to tell my story? Yeah, Jane, what's up with you? Yeah, okay. Good question. Yeah. So, and this is fun because Rose doesn't know. Ha, ha, ha. I don't know either. What are you talking about? What? I was just going to act surprised. No, no, no. Okay. We I don't know. lie to our viewers. I'm lying on the pod. Lying alert. <laughs> all right, Hashtag all right. big fat so, liar. What's up okay. with you, Jane? So, people. This, okay, was it the last episode I talked a little bit about, you know, my unexpected or un... un re, what's the... Re, what was it called? Unknown back pain. Just for when I stand weird. Sometimes my back kind of seizes up a little bit and I can't really move for a little bit. But, like, it's never been that detrimental kind of joked about it it's whatever well i'm working i go to work saturday had to work the weekend big bummer i know um working and it was a pretty physical day for me so i was you know throwing like you know the big bags of like softener salt like the yellow ones Mm -hmm. i was like moving a ton of those over from one pallet to another condensing that i was helping unload the the truck of all the boxes you know you got to push it all down the little rolly line and sort it all out and just pretty a pretty laborious day for me normally i'm not that active anymore because i do more behind the scenes stuff but weekends you kind of get nitty-gritty okay anyway yeah that you was gotta fine. get into it that was fine that was whatever all good that end all well that ends well well then i had left a little bit earlier because i was planning on going to work early and having a longer day the next day because we weren't in the best spot so i was like, okay i'm gonna leave like an hour early than I no- earlier than I normally would, and then I'm gonna get to bed early so that I can get to work by five a.m. when we when the early morning team member co- team leader comes in, and I'm gonna help him get everything wrapped up and ready to go. Cool. So I got off work. I did some socializing, did some homework, 
Rose, don't act surprised. Sorry. You know I went socializing. <laughs> Wait, what day was this? Saturday? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know you yes. were socializing. Okay. A little bit. A little bit of like a two-hour socialization for me. Anywho, then I did my homework. Then I took a shower. Got ready for bed, whatever. Was feeling good. Talked to Owen. Talked to Rose. Fun. Okay. Get in bed. Fall asleep at like 10.30. Cool. 2 a.m. on the dot, I wake up. Wide awake. I'm confused. I'm thinking, what's going on here? What's the, what's the deal? Well, then I just try to like move. Oh, no, 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 no. No moving for me. Excruciating pain in my lower back. Like pain that I was like, oh, I'm like kind of nervous. Like this is not normal. Like this is really bad. What do I do? I'm stuck in bed. Like, how do I, what do I do? This is really bad. What is happening? I'm, I'm scared. Like, I, and I live alone currently. Okay. So I'm like, Google. I'm like, okay, what to do if you feel like your back is like stuck and you can't get out of bed? Okay. Google. Thanks for sending me all the links to stretches to do to avoid lower back pain. I, it's too late. It's too late. I'm stuck in bed. It's 2 a.m. I'm supposed to be getting up in two hours and I can't move. Okay, so then I'm like, they say if you have pain, like, ice it. Okay, problem. Ice, it's in the kitchen. Guess where I am? Stuck in bed. So I'm like, okay, Jane, you can do this. You are a woman. Move. So I kind of, like, start inching, and I'm like, how do I, like, maybe move without moving my back? (laughs) Like, how do I get up without using my back muscles at all? It didn't really work. I just had to kind of muscle through it a little bit. Stood up, walked to the kitchen was getting ice was just like oh oh my god ow okay doesn't it feels bad tried ice didn't like that at all didn't do anything it was like this is just annoying then i was like feeling like my stomach was super bloated like it was like extended and i was like is my stomach like exploding what is happening and then i was getting nauseous and then i was getting like i got like the biggest like heat flash and i was like so I call my mom because I'm like, what else do I do? Like, you revert back to childhood. You call your mom and you hope she can do something about it. I call her and I'm like kneeling. At this point, I'm in the kitchen. I'm kneeling down on the ground, like right by my like table. And I'm talking to my mom. She answers. I'm like, mom, my back really hurts. I don't know what's wrong. And she's like, okay, it's fine. Like, what, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. I woke up and now I'm really nauseous and I can't breathe. I'm realizing now I'm going to a panic attack. I have Mm -hmm. convinced myself I'm dying. I'm like something. I'm going to be paralyzed. I'm dying. I'm hot. I feel out of it. Like, you know, when you just feel like, I don't even know, like that weird hazy feeling. Luckily, my mom was pretty, is pretty good at like calming people down when they're upset. Um, So she was like, just lay down on your back and breathe slowly. And, you know, breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your mouth slowly. Da da da. And she started driving over to save me she gets here and then i have to figure out how am i getting you inside because it's the middle of the night and you don't have a key to get in the building so i literally crawled because i wasn't wearing pants okay i slept with a t-shirt on and just underwear because it was hot so i'm like i can't go outside like i need pants so i crawled on all fours to my room got on the first pair of pants i could find like that were baggy not like hard to get on and kind of just like weirdly got them on somehow and then kind of crawled back out limped my way along 
aching in pain. <laughs> my mom came. I laid back on the ground. She gave me some Advil PM. And then as I'm, like, laying back on my back in the middle of my living room, she just cleans my whole kitchen. I was like, thank you. Needed that. <laughs> she immediately was like, this is a mess. What are you doing? And just cleans. I was like, okay, I'll just lie here then. Anyway, I realized at 4 a.m. there's just no way I'm getting to work by 5 with this situation. I could still barely move. Like, every p- move was painful. So my mom's like, I've got to go home. I said, okay. She leaves. I get in bed. I'm a little bit more mobile than I was before. Turn on my heated blanket and fall asleep. And then I wake up and it was still hurting. Um, I know. It's really tough. I tried to go to work. It wasn't a good idea. Couldn't do anything. It was useless. It was more like a hindrance, a distraction, if anything. I tried to pick an order for OPU. It was stupid. It hurt. I started getting really hot again. My stomach was hurting again. So I went to urgent care and saw one of my favorite people, a doctor. I feel the like... reason he's the reason he's one of my favorite people is because he's kind of funny. Okay, I was gonna say I feel like the fact that he was a doctor should not make him one of your favorite people because you normally are not vibing with your doctors immediately. It takes you a while to like get to know them. This guy was easy to get to know. He walked in the room and said, "So you got anxiety? Me too. It sucks." <laughs> oh, nice. It's like I'm not here about that, but that's how I'm gonna lead off true. every conversation from now on. Yeah. So you got anxiety? Me too. <laughs> um. Yeah, I learned a lot about this guy right. in the short time I knew him. Yeah, he, he seemed like a good egg. He was first. He, he scared me because I was like, okay, an older man, really. That's usually mm-hmm. my least favorite of doctors, but, and, but he was, he, he, he won me over pretty quickly with that entrance. Um, and he was just like, okay, he wanted to, so he had me sit, he was like examining. So he was like pressing my back, like in different spots. Like, does this hurt? Does this hurt? It's my lower back, like the muscles right on the side of my spine, right? Where like the pelvis situation going on is like super tight and whatever. Then he goes to do, like, the reflexes. Tell me why I find out I have hyperreflexia. I'm confused why we didn't know this was a thing. Have you never gotten your reflexes tested before? Well, my doctor just doesn't really do, like, I go in for, like, a thing. We talk about that one thing and I leave. He doesn't, like, do an exam. Like, you don't do yearly physicals? I have never done that. Okay. I don't know why. I just, I never have. I guess I probably should. But anyway, I have definitely had them tested at some point, but maybe they just were like, who cares? It doesn't matter. In this situation, he brought it up because one, he used to be a spinal surgeon before he became an ER doctor. I know. Crazy. I was like, lucky you got me then because I'm the one with the back pain. Mm -hmm. And he, he said, so this is the funny part. So he walks in and goes, you got anxiety. Me too. It's not fun. And then he's like, yeah, whenever things change, I'm like, whoa. Calm down. <laughs> Talking about himself. Then goes, anyway, you're not my usual back pain patient. I uh, usually get someone a little bit older than you. And I was like, yeah, it's unfortunate, I know. And then he's like, well, the good news is I used to be a spinal surgeon. Not that you'll need surgery. <laughs> Immediately made me anxious. <laughs> like, did they send you in here on purpose? 
no um then when he was like doing the reflex thing he was like huh he was like your reflexes are really sensitive like really sensitive like all of them he did like all of them like the arms the fight like every single one and i didn't even know about these ones and he was like telling me that and he was like i really should take you along with me because he apparently teaches like some doctors or something i forget what he called them so i'm like okay fun yeah and he's like really can't stop talking about my reflexes then he has me do some walking tests to see if i'm like you know woozy or whatever like walking weird and he's like okay i'm gonna have you do some x-rays because uh it you do have like super hyper uh super hyper like reflexes but um that could also be a bad thing it could mean something's wrong with your neck i was like okay (laughs) So he's like super cool, but it could also be bad. So we're gonna check on that for you. But also, That's like, I felt super when I had Lyme disease, and all of the doctors were like, "Look at this bullseye rash! This is like the best rash we've ever seen." They're like calling in other doctors to come and look at it. Can we take a picture of this? This is so clear, so good. I'm like, yeah, okay, but also I have Lyme disease, so like that's <laughs> the bad thing, <laughs> right? That's that is similar. Um, I also I don't think I told this to you, Owen. Maybe I did, but I went to do the. So I'm like sitting there. He's like, "Okay, they're gonna come. They're gonna get you, bring you to the X-ray, and then they're gonna bring you right back here, and I'll see you again." And I was like, "Great! I love being told exactly what's gonna happen." So he leaves. I'm like waiting. The nurse or some, I guess the radiologist comes in, hands me a gown and shorts. No, first she comes in. She opens the door and she goes, "Okay, light denim jeans. Okay, you got a bra on." I was like, yes, ma'am. She's like, okay. Leaves, comes back. She's like, put this on. Everything but your, take off everything but your underwear, even your bra. Do you have any metal? I was like, no. She's like, okay, I'll be back in a minute. I'm like, a minute? I'm like, speed changing. So I'm like, don't open the freaking door, lady. Anyway, she comes back pretty fast, but luckily I was speedy with it. She brings me, and she's like the whole time, like, being so kind of fidgy and weird. And then some other guy comes and she goes, oh, came to check on me? Oh, yeah, no one's been over here to check on me. And she's, like, walking all brisk and, like, being all frantic. She's like, there's a beeping noise. There's been a beeping noise all day. I don't know. It's been coming from that room, but also this room. And I don't know what's doing. It seems to be working, but I don't know. It's beeping. And I'm like, do I respond? I don't know. So I just kind of was silent. And I was also, like, not wearing a bra at this point, And the gown was kind of chill. So I was, like, covering my chest, like, walking like this. <laughs> um... And then I go in there and she's like moving me around, taking the x-rays, telling me how there's been like some random outage of power. And so a lot of their stuff isn't working. She goes, you know, I was basically falling asleep all morning and then all of these x-rays come in. It started with you. And I was like, sorry, (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, she was kind of insane. Then she brought me back. and She's like, okay, you can change. Bye. And I was like, okay, speed run this again. Don't want the old man to come back and see me naked. (laughs) So then I'm changed. I had a lot of time to spare. He comes back in and there's a lady following him. And I'm like, oh no, this is the lady for bad news, I bet. Like, this is a bad news lady. And he goes, I brought my colleague um, in and I'm like, he's going to say because I have bad news or something. Like, because she has to describe my cancer or something to me. No, he just wanted her to see my reflexes. Classic. Classic. Yeah. Um, so then he's like, okay, so, well, we can wait. Well, let's look at your, let's talk about the x-ray first. Okay. Okay. Cause it, it was normal. It was normal. Okay. And he goes, but maybe let's just, I'll get it up. You just sit down on there right now. And I'm going to show her this. I'm like, can we talk about like, am I good? What's the wrong with me? And then maybe you like show me off for show and tell. <laughs> yeah. Nah. 
has me do, shows her all the reflexes, and then was like, could you video this? So I can show, yeah. Yeah, bros, you were telling that story, and I was like, just wait. He's like, we won't get your face in it or anything. I was like, it's, I literally don't care at all. That's fine. Anyway, she was like loving it. She was like, oh my gosh. And it's just like one little tap, and you're like, I'm like, yep, that's my, my I'm crazy, I know. Um, and then he ends up saying, like, yeah, I didn't see anything wrong. I don't think it's anything crazy. You just overused your muscle. I'll prescribe you a steroid. Yeah. So hopefully you're feeling better soon. How is it was feeling that, right oh, now? Okay, one to ten, how boring of a story was that? That was a better story than the book. No. Yeah, that was a good story. I really? was more engaged with that than with the book. Oh my gosh, that is so <laughs> sweet. I thought it was really boring. I was boring myself. I was on the edge of my seat, wondering what it was. Oh my gosh. And, and it was nothing. being nothing, but, but that's, that's the best, a good thing. Because I don't want it to be something. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling right now? Is it any better or no? <sighs> it is definitely, like, because they asked, he was like, what is it right now? Like, percentage-wise, how much better is it? Than the night, than at night when you were like, you know, when it was like the worst. Yeah, I was like, it's eighty percent better. Like it's oh, okay. a lot better. But the problem is, because I said, is this related to like how when I stand? Because I had told him the whole thing about like I stand weird and then it like hurts for a little bit and then whatever. And he's like, yeah, it's probably the same thing. He's like, it's just, I don't. He didn't really even explain what it like. It just tightens, I guess. I need to just be stronger. I don't know. I really, I genuinely don't understand. Yoga. Maybe I need to stretch. Yeah, yeah it's probably a strengthening your back muscles type of thing or muscle imbalance. Okay. He also told me that my, because I had been diagnosed with a very mild scoliosis and he said it looked fine. Oh. So oh, I mean, good. I got good. Yeah, I got like good news. And I did say to him when he said I had a hyper reflexes, I said, I am actually pretty good at catching things like unexpectedly. And he was like, are you? I was like, yeah, well, I am. Oh, and pause. I forgot. I, this is why I was going to say I, like, found a lot out about this guy. He told me about how his girlfriend, who's basically his wife because they've been together for so long, has, who immigrated from, oh God, I can't remember now where she was from, but she immigrated here with her, like, via her ex-husband, and her son was born here, and he graduated from the University of Minnesota the same year Owen did and was at the same graduation as we were and saw the guy from Moderna talk, and he was amped. He was like, did you see the CEO of Moderna? I was like, yeah. But actually, he said that to me, and I was like, who? Because I didn't, I like was like, that does not ring a bell, that name. Yeah. Well, we couldn't really hear him. That's so. true. But then I did, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 I was, yeah, I, yep, I saw that. And he was telling the, like, lady that was still in the room for, for some reason, was like, yeah, the CEO of Moderna. And he, and he was like, and Moderna, they didn't have anything else. They didn't have, like, any of the other things. Like, they were going to get going up against the big guys. And the, kind of an underdog story. And I was like, really? Who cares? Like, <laughs> Medical <laughs> professionals. Was, yeah, yeah, apparently he was amped about it. And his, so he thought, it, he asked, I was wearing your sweatshirt that said University of Minnesota. He was like, do you go there? And I was like, no. But I told him that you graduated. <laughs> but, and he was like, oh. And I live on the campus. Yeah, I didn't say that. But I usually <laughs> did tell people that. I like to tell people that when they're like, do you, li- do you go there? I'm like, no, but I do live there. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. 80% better. 
but I was at work, and so I, I feel like I did a little bit too much today. Mm hmm. Because it is sore. Like you can make it worse again. So you gotta be careful. Yes. Yeah. All right. It was just weird. Oh, hold oh, on. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. It was. It was just weird because I had done all this physical activity and whatever, and I felt completely fine. And then all of a sudden at 2 a.m., I, like, wake up and I can't move. Like, that's so weird to me. Yeah, I think it... Delayed onset. Well, it's sometimes going to have to do with if you're still for a long time, the muscle can, like, stiffen up. Where, like, like, I've had it before where, like, I'll roll an ankle playing basketball or something and it'll hurt. But, like, I'm still completely able to play and then sleep the night on it where it's just, like, static in my bed. And then I can, like, barely walk on it the next day because, like, the muscle had time yeah. to, like, s- swell up and just get stiff. And I don't yeah, know I the actual science fair. behind it, but that's probably what happened. They did say, like, when I was Googling it, did say, like, for back pain, like, it's best to try and get up and moving as soon as you can. Yeah. But I, like... Honestly, the worst part about it, like, I guess there's two worst parts. The first worst part was just was, like, the shock and, like, it was really painful at first. Yeah. But the panic attack I was having, like, I have not had a panic attack in a very long time where I genuinely felt like I was going, like, I didn't think it was a panic attack. And those are always the worst when you don't know it's a panic attack, so you just believe you're dying because it was associated with pain. And anytime I have back pain, I think I'm going to get paralyzed. And I said this to, okay, mom, shout out mom. This is the funniest thing she's ever said to me. We're in the elevator riding up. And I said, I'm, I was just kind of like getting nervous that I was like going to be paralyzed or something. Cause that's like a fear of mine. And she goes, oh no, paralyzed, like paralyzedness doesn't like run in our family. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if it can, mom. Yeah. I, I think she said it just to calm me down. Yeah. And it did. Because it kind of made me chuckle because I was like, well, if I get injured, like, I don't think it matters. Like, I don't think it's genetically prone. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could be genetically prone to a disease that can cause, like, yeah. I that maybe that's, the, but, like, I thought maybe I injured myself and that was going to make me paralyzed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she was like, no, no, that doesn't run in our family. We don't get injured in this family. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, no, you she, actually did, she came in-, in clutch, though. I feel like you and Charlie get injured more than anyone I know. You think I do? Maybe not you. Charlie, like, any time we do anything, he just, like, hurts something in some way. Not, like, bad. Like, he can still do stuff. But he's always, something's always hurting. It's true. I don't think I get injured. But you, like, bruise really easy and... Yeah. That's valid. Something's always hurting. I have a bad back. I, what can I say? My shoulders, my neck, always hurt. Yeah, Yoga. this is what I'm talking about. Well, I'm also going to... He he's referring me to physical therapy. Yeah. I'm referring At least he said you to he was. Adrian Mishler. I'd have to start from, like, the beginning. Of yoga? Yeah. Because I was, like, trying to hop on to the videos Rose is looking at, and I'm like, those are way too advanced. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, she has a bunch of beginner ones. Yeah, I used to be really flexible. I used to do gymnastics, and I was really good at that. But I have a party trick, so if you ever want to see my cool reflexes, let me know. All right. Well, Will do. We should compare and contrast next time we're all together. Yeah, we'll have reflexes? to do some tests. Yeah, because I know how to do some of the other ones that I that are kind of fun. 
Yeah. Um, I have a little short story. Can oh. I share now? Yeah, I guess yeah. I'm done. Yeah, so just to mention cycling, because I feel like I have to every podcast for my fans. Um, I rode a lot this weekend. Uh, it was a long weekend. Today I did a recovery ride, but the last two days I went out long. And on Saturday I did a really long ride. Got back, did my normal like eat a bunch, take a nap, eat a bunch, go to bed, ride again the next day. But in my dream, not the nap, like the one over the night, in my dream I dreamt about drinking ice water. Like, getting ice water from the fridge and just drinking it. Which I thought was so funny because I normally never remember my dreams. And I, for some reason, remembered that one. And I think it was just because I must have been, like, still dehydrated from the day. Which I got back and, like, tried to drink a lot of water. But then I also took a nap. So, like, I wasn't drinking water then. And I probably lost a lot of sweat because I was outside for, like, seven hours. It's crazy. But, yeah, I just thought it was hilarious that I was dreaming about drinking ice water especially because i like never drink ice water like i never I take the time say. to actually get ice out of the freezer i always <laughs> that's just how get you tap know water. you really are i was like i was really hydration. wanting just a nice ice cold glass that is so good though what a nice I- ice cold glass of water when you're like really thirsty yeah it <laughs> is it is nice it's funny how water can taste so good when when that when you're in that state i used to play basketball um and i used to go the entire game without water that is purely because purely because i just was never like i mean as we know i'm not that good at like planning and being organized like i would be like running late to my game and i would like not pack a water and just roll with it (laughs) nice but the wa- the the whatever I drank after once I finally got out of the game, woo, minty, it's great. Uh, I was also chugging water on Saturday. There you go. I sat outside for like four hours and then also forgot to eat any food. It, I was weak. I was weak. I love um, telling that to people. Whenever I don't like, there'll be days when I won't like if I don't eat breakfast and I don't really like. And then I immediately start doing, like, any, like, physical work at work. At, like, 10 a.m. on the dot, I'm, like, I am so weak, everyone. I'm going to die if I don't get a snack. I don't care what we're doing. I am weaker than weak. I'm withering. I'm officially withered. I'm almost withered to the point of no more me. No return. No. So um, if I, yeah, I got to be eaten up a storm. Yeah. One last thing about Have you ever cycling. seen Storm Chasers? Sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, no. W- what? What about them? I just said uh, eating up a storm, and then I Thought of storm. storm chasers. Yes, and I wanted to. <laughs> All right. Anyways, one last thing about cycling. I forgot to mention this last week, but my promotion went through. Woo! And Woo! I'm a cat three now. So I probably shouldn't w- scream like that. I'm literally so annoying. That was a success. But we'll see. We're all how... in an apartment right now. We'll see how when it goes. You said that I was like, yeah, I shouldn't have either. But whatever. People are louder. We'll see how that goes time. next season. Um, 
Rose, do you want a minute to give us life updates? Do you have any life sure. updates for us? All right, go life ahead. Life updates. School is hard. I had a bad week. I also was sick on Wednesday, but I recovered because guess what I did? I felt what? sick and I stopped working and took a nap. Can and you hear I me took clapping? And I took cold medicine every four hours, like the directions say. Let's go. I don't know that I've ever actually done that, like religiously wow. on the four hours. But boom. And it totally worked. Easy wow. win. These medicine people actually know what's up, apparently. Shout uh, out Moderna. I was basically healed on medicine. Thursday and fully healed by the weekend. That's awesome. Oh, I also sang at church again. Nice. It went kind of badly uh, because there were only three people singing, and the guy who plays piano was also gone. Mm. So the band was weak, you might say, and I was struggling a bit. But I sang melody most of the time, and I think it was fine. Um, yeah, I'm sure. Also, I'm sure I think fine. that the biggest, I think one of the big things too about the getting over the cold fast was that you like didn't pour from an empty cup. You actually said, you know what, my body's under the weather. I need to take it easy on myself. And you didn't just push through. Quick reminder, people, self-care is not just taking a bath. It's caring for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, that means... Yeah. Did we think it was just taking a bath? Some people think it is. Some people like think self-care day... Yeah, like, that's self-care. I mean, oh, yeah, sure, it is. I see but what let's you're talk saying. But like, let's talk about, like, taking a break from work if you are feeling anxious if you're feeling like you have a cold even if you're not contagious maybe you just don't feel well enough to work maybe you could use a little rest maybe it's going to therapy people maybe that's caring for yourself doing the hard work maybe it's going to school so just wanted to bring that up because you kind of we kind of went past that quick and look how Uh, well it worked i'm healed yeah, easy wins. And, like, think easy. about how much work, work you could have missed if you pout, muscled through and just never really fully recovered. And then you were, even if you were at work, do you think you would have been at your best behavior, your best productivity? No. no. I would worst not have been on my best behavior. People, it's not worth it. So that's also a reminder to Give myself. now. No, that's not what I said. Wait. Stop. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Literally so rude. This is I great saw, advice, actually. I, I saw a sweatshirt that said, um, it said, like, on one side of it, it said, you matter. And on the other side of it, it said, don't give up. But then if you just, like, read it across, it just said, you don't matter, give up. <laughs> I was kind of loving that. What do you got for weird, weird in a way? bad way? Can someone else go first? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, things that make it seem like they're recyclable, but they, like, aren't. You know what I mean? Like laundry detergent bottles, for example. They, like, have the little recyclable thing, but it's, like, a recyclable two or something. I don't like, understand. Like, you know, it, it has, like, a number in the middle of the recycling thing, which tells the recycling company how much it can be recycled, whatever, whatever. So those things are, like, most of the time just getting put in a landfill anyways. Even though they make it seem like they're recyclable, so we are just, like, conscious-free about them. When they're not actually recyclable. 
well, like I'm plastic gonna... bottles, for example, that my whole life been thinking those are like fully recyclable. They're not. They're not. You know? No. But they. But the the big plastic makes you think it is. Big. Are you saying it like big pharma? But you're saying yeah. big, big plastic? plastic is out here conning us all into yeah, it's not being worried about the climate crisis. Well, shut them down. That's what I'm doing right now on Weird but in a Bad Big way. cardboard is down. good, right? Wait, what? Big cardboard is good, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, they're fine. They're recycled. I like them. They recycle. And like aluminum cans, I think, are pretty good. Like, can't aluminum be recycled infinitely without I don't losing know. any? Let Anyways. Me check it out. But. Uh, okay, I need to. Like, here's my call to action. Mm hmm. Companies. That have monies and people that are rich, actually rich, not just above the poverty line, actually like a way above everyone else rich. Fix it. Do something to fix it. Make it happen. Make legislator make legislation that causes everyone else to do things correctly. Guys, make aluminum laws. is infinitely recyclable. Thank you for the fact check. Okay, are you hearing um, my call to yeah, action, yeah. Rose? Yeah. I hate to break it to you. You're not the first person to make this call. And I so understand. far, it's gone unanswered. I know. I'm trying to add but to it. maybe weird in a bad way will be the kicker. Okay. Yeah. No, I like it. I like the call. I just... I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry, Jane. I love the call. I just get really bad anxiety about the climate crisis, and I can be a little cynical, but I apologize. It's okay. I just am very passionate about the fact that there's no, there's no way that something changes unless, like, it's brought up on a larger scale than just making the small change of, I'm not going to use a straw. Like, yeah, that's great. Don't take me by saying you shouldn't make those switches if you can. But also, like, don't, like, like, we are not, the general population should not be responsible for, like, like, we don't make the options that are available to us, right? Yeah. Like, that takes a lot of, that takes a big amount of change. And people aren't going to just make that change if we just, like, say, like, you can, but other you can do this thing that's way easier and probably cheaper. And it's also not like re- it's just not realistic. Come on now, I'd love to think everyone's a good person. I just doubt it, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyone else Come got on, anything? Biden, get it together. I'm giving Biden a weird or a bad way. Yeah. What about him? I just think he should do more about this climate situation. I think gonna... that. Oh, go ahead. No, say what you were going to say. I was going to give my weird in a bad way. I think that he is at least, like, doing something. But, yeah, more could be doing, be be getting done. I don't know if he's to blame for that or who's to blame for that. Okay, actually, I, would have I to change it. Research. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. Yeah. Weird in a bad way. Why are you allowed to be on the Supreme Court until death? That's stupid. That's a weird one, too. I'll give you that. That's and the weird whole, in like, a bad way. The whole like waiting to leave until there's like 
a candidate in office that's your party so they can replace you? It's like, why is that the system? Exactly. My weird in a bad way is related. And it is everybody in charge of this country being so old they could die at any second. Yes! Yeah, that's pretty weird too. We need to get some youngins in there. We just need to have more diversity. They're all so old. Like yeah. McConnell's Why? like having a stroke during a press conference. He can't even remember like what he's saying. And I feel bad for him because of that, even though I hate Mitch McConnell. But I do feel but bad. Someone should stop letting this him do things. This poor old man can't think. But and also, we're like giving like, him this responsibility. Him all this power. Like, stop. Also, hear me out. It's so funny because we literally had to have laws enacted so that people who are older are not like restricted from getting a job. Think about that. We literally have laws that allow people who are of a certain age to, like, still get a job be- and not be discriminated against because they're old. But, like, the most important job is, like, you can only be old. So we don't want people to work at Target if they're, like, old. But the president, by all means, you go ahead. Be old all you want. That must mean there's something good about you. What? I can't have a cashier that's old. They won't understand anything. Okay, well, what about um, the president of the United States who's making decisions on, like, the war? I don't know. Maybe you want them to understand technology and a changing world. Maybe? Maybe we want that? Ridiculous. Um, yeah. Right there with you. Guys, Mitch McConnell's 81 years old. Oh, my gosh. He was born in 1942. That's pretty bizarre. <laughs> well, how old is Biden? Ask him what TikTok is. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Why? Biden's kind of 80. It's the same thing, basically. Um, that's Everyone's old. Yeah. That's what I've found out. Rose, I think I'm going to throw up. At the fact All that right. Biden's 80 years old. <laughs> It is a little... Why was he riding a bike in the first place? Dude, Dude I don't uh... know. <laughs> Who let him do... You can't... Hey, your parents turn 80 years old, and you're like, should I let them drive? I don't know. Biden's like, I'm 80. Let me run this place. <laughs> Who's letting him... You can't even... No! Biden, are... I voted for you. I promise I did. We are the ones who are letting him But why are we country. like... But why is this acceptable? Uh, I'm sorry, you need to be like in a... Like taking a nap, hun. <laughs> that is so upsetting. Uh, he needs rest. He's lived already. Like, he's good. <laughs> Alright. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. It's because he knows they're not going to elect someone younger. We... Please.